Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Dallimore, and I am joined by my co-host, Danielle Parker. Hello, Danielle. How are you today? Doing great, Darren. So glad to be here with you today. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited about this uh, topic we are discussing today. But before we get into that, I want to just remind everybody if they wouldn't mind going and taking a minute and giving us a rating and a review of this podcast, it would be most helpful. So make sure you do that. Let us know how we're doing. It helps us out a lot. We'd appreciate it. But today, Danielle, we've got a great topic we are going to discuss. And I think it's very pertinent and timely that we go over this topic as we consider everything that's taken place in the last year, uh, just with COVID, I mean, just inflation, everything that has been going on. It has been a wild ride these last 18 months, don't you think? Absolutely, yes. And I think this topic is on the top of pretty much every business owner's mind, right? And yeah, it's things just get crazier and we keep having to change and adapt. And we're hoping that we can bring, bring a little bit of insight for our listeners today. Exactly. And so we're going to talk about really what is the lifeblood of every business when you get past all the layers of what a business needs to do. There's really one thing. It's it's the lifeblood. It's cash. It's cash flow that if you don't have that going on in your business and if you don't have a good firm handle on that aspect of your business, you are going to struggle. It is going to be a very challenging uh, situation for you, especially as we consider everything that is happening now. This won't be the only time cash flow becomes uh, a big thing for businesses. It's always important. Businesses and business owners in particular need to understand their cash flow. And so let's dive into this topic. I, I think we could call it, it's all about the cash, right? It's all about right all about the money. It's all about that dollar bill or whatever form of currency you're using. Right. Or we could say cash is king, right? Yes. Cash is king. I'm sure everybody's heard that and it is the truth. Cash is king. When you have cash, you are in a good position for when things get tight. You have the ability to have that cash in reserve to use it. When things are great, you have that cash to be able to expand and, and move forward. So Cash is ultimately king. So let's talk about this topic for a minute, this idea of cash flow. And, you know, again, as we talk about cash flow, just, I guess, to, to go back here, cash flow is really the cash coming in and the cash going out. That is, that's as simple as we could put it. What's coming in the door and how are you sending it out the door? That's what we mean. And, and how, yeah, how and how often are you sending it out the door? Right. Yeah, because yeah, because sometimes with cash flow there is a timing issue that um, happens. A lot of times, money is spent before money comes in. The the revenue related to spending that money. So I think the very first thing we need to co- go over is the question of: Do you know where your cash is coming from? How are you? How are you making your money? 
And, and Danielle, as we talk about that, why, why is that such a critical aspect for businesses? Why do they need to know where the cash is coming from? Well, I mean, like you said, Darren, if we, I mean, if we, if you don't know where your cash is coming from or the avenues that you're receiving cash from, you can't be able to increase that cash, right? You can't identify places where, you know, maybe it needs some effort or some focus to increase the incoming cash. Um, yeah. So if you don't know where it's coming from, you don't know how to fix it, expand it, you know, and, and, and manage it is really what it boils down to. So you have to really understand all of the different revenue flows coming into your business so that you can, number one, track it, right? I mean, you don't know how much you have unless you know how to track it and know where it's coming from. So number one, you need to be able to track it. And number two, you need to be able to have a plan for it once it comes in the door, right? Exactly. Two things to really kind of look at and understand. And I mean, if you've got, if you've got, let's say three different revenue sources in your business coming into your business and you know, you can track each one of those, then you can really kind of see when problems start to arise in a quick fashion so that you can be on top of it and correct any issues early before you just go into a reactionary mode. Yeah. No, and I, and I think for most people, this is a pretty simple concept of knowing where the cash comes from. I, I hope anybody who's listening today knows how they're making their money. It come, becomes a little more tricky, as you said, Danielle, as, as somebody maybe has multiple revenue streams, things that are generating cash, if they're selling different products or whatever, um, different channels of customers. That's all ways that you need to be able to understand your cash position. What what are your channels? Where is it coming from? And I think more importantly than understanding, oh, yeah, okay, I've got this channel. That's where my cash comes from. Understanding that channel, what's going on inside of that channel, what's happening, where are our customers beginning to spend less? Are they becoming more price sensitive? What What's happening? I think that as we peel back the layers of the onion is, you know, as we've heard been said before, that's an important aspect is not just understanding where it's coming from, but understanding the channels, what's happening within them and, and what's changing. What's, what are the dynamics and so that you can adjust. And really understanding what's driving, what are the drivers within that channel, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's more than just, I think understanding, Oh, I've got customers and that's where my money comes from. I sell product A or service B or whatever. That's where my money comes from. Do we understand our channels and what's really going on? And it even goes so much further to say, do we understand our competitors and and how are they impacting our revenue channels and revenue streams so that we can adjust and adapt to make sure that that cash flow doesn't get stopped because we just think, oh, it's always there and it's coming in. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. So Darren, I guess once we have the money coming in, we know where it's coming from. We know what's driving it. We can, you know, have a good um, perspective or outlook on what's coming in. I guess the next question is, is, well, do we know how much of that money we're spending each month? <laughs> That's always <laughs> the tricky one, right? loaded question right it is a it is a loaded question and i think for a lot of entrepreneurs you know they their understanding or management of cash is really just looking at their bank accounts and saying well there's money in the bank so i can spend it 
which that's a good thing. And I, and it's a very behavioral based situation. We all do it. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done this where we just money's in the bank. All is good. That's, you know, that's, I, I think uh, it, it works, but before that can work, you need to understand a little bit about how you're spending your money, being purposeful with your expenses and, and yes, that's going to take some time sitting down and really just kind of, if you've got a bookkeeper or an accountant or someone working with them to say, I need to understand at a high level, where all my, where is my money going? Where, mm-hmm. where am I spending it? What am I doing? And how, how is it going back out the door? You've worked so hard to get it in the door. How is it going back out the door? Obviously, you're hoping to keep it all, you know, keep as much as you can. And so there's a process that needs to happen where you really do need to spend some time understanding that, where where it's going. And I think another thing that that businesses owners fail to do, I know I've done this and and something I have to remember is sometimes when you get presented, oh, I can go and make more money, this more of this revenue. The question becomes is how much is it going to cost to obtain that revenue? Is it going to cost more? than than I currently can have as you know again we talk about cash flow being not just the money coming in the timing of when it goes in and out and is the timing going to be such that I'm going to spend a lot of money that I don't have a lot of reserve for to go after this other revenue stream or to increase this revenue stream and it's going to cost me more in cash now than than I would have thought and it's going to put me in a bind that's, I think, an important thing that uh, businesses need to understand. Absolutely. And I'm sure um, Darren will have a whole nother conversation on how to really make those decisions, right? Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. understanding what you should be looking for as you're spending money and if it's going to benefit your business. So, yeah, Danielle, on this topic, I guess, of understanding your, your spending, what I mean, what suggestions should we give to our listeners about how to go about this kind of analysis of, I guess, understanding how they're spending their money. What what kind of things could we suggest to them? Well, Darren, I think I, I think we could split it into two different groups, right? You've got your business owners that are just kind of starting out and you know, kind of looking to see what they're going to have to spend each month, and then you've got ongoing business owners that have been in business for a while. They've been you know making it work. They're still in business, but they could improve. Right. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about that second group first. Um, so, you know, you've been in business for a while. You've been making the, you know, the bills each month. You're bringing in the cash, but you're not maybe keeping as much of it as you'd like, like Darren mentioned. So, you know, how do we go about kind of analyzing what you're already spending? So I say the first thing, you know, any business owner should be doing on a regular basis is sitting down, whether it was with a bookkeeper, accountant, or if you're doing the bookkeeping yourself, just sitting down and getting a report of everything you're spending in a given month or quarter and really just dive into it and and examine like each, like if you want to do a one-time like deep dive Examine everything that you are spending money on. Like, who are you sending money to? What is it for? Is it benefiting your business? Is it necessary? And really, really critique and just have a reality check and ask yourself, you know, simple questions like, is it benefiting the business? Is it really necessary? Or is there another 
more economical option that can get me the same results. Asking those three questions on everything that you're spending money on in a given time period, whether it's a month or a quarter, is really going to help you see like trends in your spending. You know, there's certain is there a certain category of expenses that you just go crazy with and you're not exactly sure why, but it's something you get excited about. And so you spend more money there and maybe it's not necessary. Um, you're just really going to be able to see those things and be able to call yourself out and be able to make some um, somewhat tough decisions and saying, well, I probably don't really need that. Or this, this is definitely something I absolutely have to have. I can't go without it. And I know that. And I'm going to like rearrange other things to make sure that that spend is happening each and every month. Um, so just analyzing it. Maybe creating buckets of, um, you know, what's necessary, what's needed, but maybe can improve on the options that you're um, like either the vendor or the app or whatever it is. If there's a better option, maybe that's going to be less expensive. And then um, I forgot the third thing, but okay. So yeah, necessary, um, better optimizing on the spend. Those two things alone um, are going to help you really narrow down and eliminate. I mean, you go through that particular exercise and I can pretty much guarantee that you can at least eliminate 10% of your spend each month in one yeah. spot, in one little shot. Yeah. And, and it's going to take a little time. And I think that third category you, you mentioned unnecessary, I think we could call it what's called discretionary. Thank you. I'm like, discretionary, there's a third one. discretionary spending. What, what is, what are you just, spending your money on and and you think you need it. And, and as, as you go through this process, I would challenge our listeners to basically say, as you say, well, this is necessary. And I think when we say necessary, I need this to make revenue. That's necessary. I need this to make revenue. It's tied to me making revenue. The other ones you're talking about is, you know, those that you need that you can optimize better. They're important. Like, for instance, I, I would say like insurance or something like that. That's an important, maybe you don't necessarily need it to make revenue, but you need it. It's a kind of necessary thing, but not, but right. you can, you can optimize that and say, what's a better option, you know, telephone expense, everybody mm -hmm. needs that, but you could optimize that one. So that's exactly. guess, another example, Darren, is, you know, as you as I kind of, you and I looked at ours expenses, you know, the, what we were using for our, um, of our marketing tools, we found that we could decrease that significantly. Yeah. And we decreased that by a third just by looking at the different um, options out there of services, software services out there that would, could give us the same thing. So another thing as well, you know, it's still, yeah, something that is something that you need in your business is useful in your business and is helping you be able to deliver. But there's options out there and just looking at the options and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just really challenge yourself as you go through this exercise. I really, a lot of times entrepreneurs say, I really need that in my business, but take a step back and challenge. Do you really need it? Do you really need this one? You know, do we need that software? Do we need that tool? Do we challenge it? Ask the question, challenge it. And if you still come back with the answer, yes, great, great. And then, you know, you need that and you need to, to, to keep it. If you can optimize it, find something better. That's always Great. I, I remember I did this with one of my clients 
we really did dug in there and I helped him get everything categorized into the different kind of expense categories. We dug into this and I said, you're spending X, Y, Z dollars on, I think it was um, office expenses. And he says, what? He said, let me look at that. And we started going through the details. And he's like, oh my goodness. I mean, just the amount of stuff they were spending on office supplies. He goes, that's got to stop today. And he didn't realize that. And I said, oh, and you're spending this much in cleaning and janitorial stuff. He's like, are you kidding me? There's no way. Sure enough, they were. And so that's the kind of stuff that'll happen is you think you're doing great and you're really not. And so make sure you go through this and challenge those necessary and then try to eliminate or trim down. Because I, I agree, Daniel, 10% of your expenses could be cut pretty quick by just going through this exercise. And now you're being purposeful with your what's going on in your business. Everybody, you know, this comes back to then you can develop a budget, a, a financial projection, a plan for the future. And I know everybody hates, oh, budget. That's like the B word of, oh, well, you know, they just hate that word that it, it I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, a budget lit, uh, causes me to not be able to spend what I need to spend my money on. And I would say, really? Are you, really? I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. You're setting it. You're determining how you're spending your money. You're just saying, I'm spending it this way when I get it. You're being purposeful in your actions. And right. you're in control. The budget's not you are. You set it. And if you go through this exercise and then you can set your expense budget or plan, whatever you want to call it, spending plan, call it whatever you want. So it doesn't say sound so nasty. If you are purposeful, right, in doing this, then it's you in control. And now all that money you work so hard to, to obtain and bring into your business, you're saying, this is how I'm going to spend it. Because at the end of the day, one of those categories on your budget better be my pay as an owner and my profit as an owner. Exactly. Yeah. And that's another way you can look at it. I mean, if, if, if like the whole word budget or spending or whatever, like just rubs you wrong, really, you can look at it and say, okay, I'm going to set this bucket of spending. I know what it is. And I'm going to stay within that. What you're really doing, Darren, as you're alluding to, is you're saying, this is how much profit I'm going to keep in my business because I'm only going to spend, I'm deciding to spend this much in my expenses. So I know I'm going to make this much profit. And that's really what you're doing with a budget, right? Is you're like, you're, you're setting yourself up for how much you want to make as a profit in your business. And by sticking to that budget, you're able to do that and know what profit you get to keep. Yeah, I, I like that. It's a, it's a mindset change. Instead of calling it my budget, you could say my profit, um, my profit calculator or something, my profit plan. This is my profit plan. I like that. I mean, it sounds like a profit first thing, Danielle. Funny how exactly. that works. It's a mindset thing, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you've probably heard us talking about profit first. We love that program. It's this idea of putting profit ahead of everything else, you know, sales minus profit. It's, you know, you get to your expenses. This profit plan, I love that. It's a profit plan. This is my plan of how I'm going to keep my profit. And you're intentional. Instead of reacting, you're acting. Exactly. And there's yeah. going to be things that come up. We get that. But this is this is a plan to work towards. And you you will have a better chance of succeeding if you do this than just 
doing the, I, I love, I, I always hear the people that say, I just put my head down and work hard and I hope I have money at the end of the end of the season or whatever, end of the year. And I'm like, that is so ridiculous. Yeah. The poor way to do business. Um, let's, this, this brings up a topic too, Danielle. We got to bring this up because I think this is important for people to understand. I always hear people say, oh, I made $3 million in my business last year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow. And then you get a hold of their financial statements. You know, us nerdy accountants, we like to see that stuff. And we look, and in reality, they, they made like $30,000. There's a yeah. difference between I made 3 million and I made 30,000. <clears> what do we mean by that? What is, what, what are we talking about here? What, what's, what's this, this idea that people think, oh, I made 30 or $3 million, but in reality it was only 30,000. What, why do we, why is that different? Well, I, you know, I think as a business owner, okay. So let's just, you know, call the elephant out in the room, Darren, you and I are nerdy accountants. We've said that we own it. We love it. We embrace it, but okay. We're the minority. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most business owners are good business owners because they're really good at what they do. Right. And it's usually not nerdy numbers. <laughs> so it's really getting the terminology down. Right. Most business owners are focused on that, that top number. Right. What am I bringing in the door? What cash mm -hmm. am I bringing into my business? And that's what I'm making. Right. But what us nerdy accounts are talking about is okay, we're going to take that top line of what cash you're bringing into the business. Then we're going to look at everything that you're sending out of the business's cash. And what's left over is your profit on the books, right? It's that book number of what you, yes, accountants say is your profit, right? And um, if you haven't listened to us before, go back and listen to our profit first episode because we like to flip that formula upside down and make sure you're intentional on what that profit number is and take that first. Um, but really that's the difference, right? We're talking revenue cash in versus a net of cash in cash out. Yeah, exactly. It's the gross revenue, less your expenses is what's left. That's what that's in my mind. That's what as accountants that say, well, that's what you made. That's really what you made because yeah, you may have made $3 million, but you spent, in, the, in this scenario, what would you have spent? I mean, you got 30,000 left over. You spent $2,970,000, right? Mm -hmm. So you worked hard for 3 million to only get 30,000 left over. That's that's not good. Um, and so that's, yeah, it's exactly what we're saying. And I appreciate you clarifying that. And I hope everybody understands that, uh, that there is this idea of yeah, gross revenue, less your expenses. That's really what you're making. Yeah, so I think really the important thing, Darren, that every business owner just needs to understand is to know your numbers, right? To know your numbers, what's coming in, what's going out. And at the end of the day, what do you want that profit number to be? And let's back into that and make that an intentional number. Something to work for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Putting, I want to make XYZ profit, which means that I got to make XYZ revenue, which means I have to have XYZ in expenses to get to this, this profit. And, and the normal accounting system says it's sales minus expenses equal profit. But like you said, Danielle, we flip that and say it should be sales minus your profit because we want to be intentional about our profit, what we're going to keep, what we're working so hard to get the money. What is it that I'm going to keep? So 
get that figured out first. And then the, the rest of it, that net number, that's what you have to spend. And so, I, you know, it goes, I, really what we've been saying is be, a, be intentional about how you're making your money. No, 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 how it's coming in. Understand it, understand your channels, understand how it's coming in, what's going on within those channels of revenue and your customers. So you know how that money's coming in and, and what it's going to cost to go get it. Then understand and truly know your expenses because at the end of the day, that's going to mean that you're going to have more profit. And if you put that profit first and be intentional about this is what I want to make, man, now it's not this head down and then had them go, did I make it? Do I have money? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Now you're getting rewarded for all of that work you're putting into it. Right. And you're willing to put your head down a little bit more because you know what's going to happen on the back end. So it's really, yeah, just looking forward and being intentional about that reward um, that comes in the end. Yeah. Can I, we got a little bit of time left here, Danielle. I'm going to share a little story if you don't mind. Time. <laughs> story time get out your milk and cookies get your blanket i'm gonna read a book it's about doctors no it's not it's it's um so you know i i i've, I've seen this a lot in um in business a lot of business owners i've worked with a lot of new business owners a lot of business owners that have been around and in particular i remember one he started his own business separated from the company he worked for Went out first year, you know, struggled, got things going. Second year, had a great year. We sit down, we're going through stuff, getting ready for old Mr. Tax time. Gotta love that time of year. Everybody's favorite time of year. Woohoo! And and I said, hey, you know, you made this much money. And he looked at me, he goes, ah, that can't be right. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I don't have that money. So there's no way that that's right. I said, well... Based upon all of the revenue you came in, which you've recorded and all the expenses, which you've listed, this is how much you made. And he goes, well, that can't be right. Well, we got talking some more. And he goes, oh, well, I, you know, maybe that's right because I did go out and buy a brand new car. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. And he goes, it's not for the business. It's just something I've always wanted. And we go out and look at this. I think it was a Camaro, beautiful car, just awesome. I was like, and I had the racing stripe on it and everything, but it, it reminds this story. I hopefully it, maybe a lot of people can relate. They're raising their hand going, that's me. Oops. Sorry. But again, it's being intentional with how you're spending your money, being intentional about what you're doing. Again, one of those expenses you got to make sure you have, and I, you know, we hate it. I hate it. Everybody hates it as taxes. He wasn't being intentional about what he was doing. And so when that time of year came, he didn't have the cash flow because he put it into a car. He wasn't being intentional about his profits and what he was doing. He was just, he said, I just worked hard and hoped I had money at the end. And when I had money, I spent it on a brand new car. Probably not the best way to, to proceed. So if that's you, hopefully this has helped. Hopefully this discussion has been meaningful making sure that you're being intentional about your cash flow and about your expenses because cash is king. And I, uh, unfortunately it's going to be tight for a little bit while longer. Don't you think Danielle? 
Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it will in general. I mean, we've seen businesses that have thrived in this environment and we've seen businesses that have struggled and shut down and, and kind of everything in between, but in general, yes, I think that cash will just continue to be, you know, tight and definitely have to be intentional, intentional and, uh, know your numbers, know what's going on in your business um, from day to day, week to week, and just so that you can be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. I think that will continue to be the case. Yeah. And I think it's one final recommendation after you've gone through all this work to get become intentional, please make sure you're working with your professionals on a regular basis. I would at least say twice a year, quarterly would be best. Monthly would be the absolute best because again, you're working so hard to make this money. There's, it makes no sense in my mind to work hard and then come at the end of the year and say, well, where'd I end up? If you're going to go through this, please make sure you're working with somebody that can help you and understand your goals and make sure you're setting some money aside for those rainy days, just like it is outside. As I look, it's raining like crazy because they're going to come. And things aren't, you know, I wish I could say things are going to get better. I I know, I know they are. We're in a great country. Things are going to turn around. Uh, The entrepreneurial spirit will just thrive, Um, but it's going to take some time and things will get better, but just cash is king. Cash is king. So, well, I think that's all we've got for this episode, Danielle. Just remember, just be intentional with your cash flow. And as we like to say, make sure you check us out on our Facebook and on our Instagram pages, we have links below in the, the bio. And don't forget to provide a, a rate and review of our podcast. We'd really appreciate that. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us. Just send us, go to our, our Facebook and or Instagram pages. Send us a direct message. If you have a question you want to hear about something or you just need some help with something, send us a question. We'd be happy to help you. But in the meantime... We want to wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey. 